0: You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys, Tim Takas, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takas McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 82 of Aging Starts Now. I'm Barbara McGinnis, certified elder law attorney and partner at Take McGinnis Elder Care Law. Today, we're talking to Colleen Bridges, head coach and owner of Rocksteady Boxing. Colleen is an NSCA certified personal trainer. I'm sure she's going to tell us what that means. And the 2020 MedFit Education Foundation Professional of the Year and a nationally recognized PD educator. Welcome, Colleen. All of that sounds absolutely fascinating, uh, but I don't know what a lot of it means. So tell us a little bit about yourself and then what is Rocksteady Boxing? Hmm. Sure.
2: Well, thank you, first of all, for having me on your program. It's such a thrill to visit with y'all again. And I appreciate the opportunity to share the good news about what we are doing at Rock Study Boxing for the Parkinson's community. Um, But a little bit of background about myself I am an NSCA certified personal trainer. And NSCA is National Strength and Conditioning um, Association, so it's, it's a certification organization. Organization for people like myself who want to have um, a certification uh, to be able to do personal training or sports therapy and so forth. And I've been certified for right at 20 years. And my personal training started off working with the general fitness. And then over time, I started to gain more and more clients who were dealing with musculoskeletal issues, maybe some neurological issues. And then the next thing I knew, I was really primarily working wow. with just neuro and ortho issues, not so much the general public. And I found that I really, really enjoyed it because I got to see people improve their, their quality of life. And that was just so satisfying for me wow. as a trainer to know that I was helping somebody. So that's a little bit about me, and I still do it. I still do personal training um, five days a week, and but now it's personal training and Rocksteady. And Rocksteady is different from regular boxing class
1: in, in what way?
2: Yes, it is much different. Well, Rocksteady Boxing is really a unique exercise program designed for people living with Parkinson's disease. And it incorporates non-contact boxing. So I don't want anybody to think we're hitting each other. (laughs) We're we're definitely not doing that. We we use heavy bags. We use speed bags, ropes, agility ladders, and uh, so much more equipment. And honestly, at our particular program, uh, our program uses an enormous amount of equipment. And we challenge our people uh, every time a little bit differently But uh, like I said, the program has expanded beyond boxing, and now we actually have become more of a wellness center for people living with Parkinson's disease. We have an occupational therapy program. We've brought on a physical therapist, a nutritionist, and I am still working on that last component, which is mental health counseling for people living with Parkinson's or maybe their care partner or a family member, a child that's trying to Um, grasp with the diagnosis or how to best help their parent and so forth. And we also have massage therapy and lots of things going on there, to be honest with you. But we also at the beginning of COVID expanded and we now offer classes online as well, which include not only rock study, but dance and yoga and strength training and personal training. So we have a lot to offer our precious Community.
1: So, and this all relates to um, to Parkinson's. Everything you just talked about relates to people with Parkinson's disease. Correct.
2: Now, I will tell you that there are some other movement disorders that I do work with in our program, or I work with one-on-one, such as PSP, which is progressive supernuclear palsy, MSA, or MS. Um, so there, there, as a matter of fact, we also work with some people who are, you know, diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So we have, we do kind of go outside the bounds of Parkinson's as we, um, need to, if we feel like we can give that particular person the help that they need. If not, then we'll refer them to somebody that we feel like is going to give them the best program possible. But primarily 99% of it is related to Parkinson's disease. So it would be fair to say that if you had a, a, a movement
1: disorder as part of your chronic illness, you should check this out and see right. if, if there is something that would be a benefit to you there. Right. Okay, perfect. So why boxing instead of more traditional exercises
2: like just physical therapy or going to an exercise class? That is a great question. And most people, when they're diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and the doctor says, I think you ought to go check out Rock Steady Boxing, that's really honestly the last thing that they, they thought they would ever hear. You want me to do what? But boxing um, is extremely challenging. So the same things that a professional boxer works on are the same things that a person living with Parkinson's deals with day in and day out. They deal with strength issues. They deal with speed issues. Things tend to slow down. Maybe some of their fine motor skills become difficult to to do, such as buttoning shirts or do some cooking, their activities of daily living are uh, affected. They also have issues with balance, uh, overall mental focus and memory issues, as well as they their cardiovascular and muscular endurance tends to be an issue. So in each one of our classes, like I said, we utilize a variety of equipment, including the heavy bags and the speed bags. But um, as well, we do obstacle courses to work on agility. We do uh, exercise, strength exercises that are specific to improving their posture, improving their hip strength, their back strength, their glute strength, because gait tends to be an issue. They start taking really small steps. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that They have the strength to not only stand up nice and tall, but take those really long steps so that they decrease their chances of falling. So I tell them all the time, I'm going to help you learn how to get up from a fall. God forbid they fall, but I'm going to spend a lot more time working on keeping you from falling. And a lot of that has to do with some very specific strength training exercises that I've developed over the year from watching how they move when they come to me and really dissecting it and thinking about how I want them to move when they come into my program and start doing our exercises. So who developed the Rocksteady Boxing? Did you develop Mm Rocksteady Boxing? No, I did not. Um, I knew about the benefits of boxing before I ever heard about Rocksteady Boxing. But Rocksteady Boxing headquarters, I guess you could say, is established in Indianapolis, Indiana. And it was founded back in 2006 by the um, prosecuting attorney there in Indianapolis. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And He was really frustrated. He was extremely depressed. He was what we would call a young onset Parkinson's disease, meaning he was in his late 30s, which is very rare. Um, So you think about Michael J. Fox. He was actually younger. I think Michael J. Fox was maybe 28, 29 when he actually started to see the symptoms. But this particular gentleman was in his late 30s, and he was really depressed. And a friend of his happened to be a police officer who knew how to box. And he said, you know, Scott, you're really frustrated and I know you're depressed. Let's just go get your frustration out on the heavy bag and and the mitts. Mm -hmm. So the two of them started meeting at the gym and doing traditional boxing with each other. And the next thing you know, about six minutes later, he's sitting at the dinner table with his family and he said, I have something to share with y'all. He said, I am, and he held his hands out in front of his family, and he said, I am rock steady. He didn't oh, have wow. a trimmer anymore because he had been so consistent in working out. And like I said, if you look at the research, boxing is actually the number one rated the number one most difficult sport there is. And I think my fighters, as I would call it, would say, yes, amen. It is very hard. Um, but it's because it uses, it not only challenges them to work on the things, like I said earlier, that they struggle with every day, but if done correctly, it's, it's using forced intense exercise to really help them And this is where research is studying um, this process to one, either get a better dopamine dump as they call it, where their dopamine lasts longer or, and, or it also helps with of course, neuroplasticity. But the cool thing about it is that it makes them work harder than they would on their own. So you get these three Major benefits. One of them being neuroprotection, and that's when forced, intense exercise, such as boxing that we do, it'll actually protect the uh, vulnerable dopamine neurons or those at risk of dying, Um, and it'll even rescue those dopamine neurons that are compromised, so that the brain is healthier, it's more resilient, and their dopamine lasts for longer. And my fighters can definitely attest to that. Then another benefit of doing boxing is the neuro repair. So this particular kind of exercise will actually repair what we call damaged circuitry so that the brain can do more with less dopamine. And then last but not least is adaptation. When we do boxing and we challenge the brain to think on both sides of of the brain and really force them to uh, make big movements and do several things at one time, such as saying the combination while their arms are doing the punch and their feet are moving one way or the other, then exercise might actually recruit undamaged parts of the brain to help the damaged parts. So in other words, the brain can find a way to help them live better and be able to do the things that they want to do and be independent. And of course, we know it decreases falls and depression, anxiety, and isolation, which is a huge issue amongst the Parkinson's community.
1: Um. I think all of this is terribly exciting, even if we, even if someone doesn't understand all that about how the brain works and all of that kind of stuff. It just sounds exciting that there's some hope and that you can yes. um, make some improvements in your life, even with this chronic illness. But it's
2: not a requirement to have Parkinson's to join. Um, so many, what are your requirements? Well, um, I will tell you that it's not a requirement to have it. However, if somebody were to call me and they said, hey, I, you know, I don't have a movement disorder, can I join? I would say, you know, I'm, I'm not sure this is the best program for you. Um, I want them to be able to join a program where it's probably more general fitness. We really do focus on movement disorders. 90, like I said, 99% of it is Parkinson's, but it can be PSP. It can be MSA. Uh, it can be MS. Uh, there's a little bit of training differences, programming differences when it comes to MS because we don't want them to get overheated and have a, um, a, a you know a bad reaction. So um, we actually mm-hmm. end up doing more personal training with them. But if somebody wants to join, their their requirement is to just uh, call me and not be afraid to, as we say, step into the quote unquote ring and be ready to fight and join an incredible family it, it's more than a community it is a family we are very very tight with each other we help each other out we check on each other constantly and um, it it's a beautiful it's just a beautiful family to be a part of and I'll tell you this might be interesting to your listeners if somebody's thinking well you know I you know I don't know I don't know if I want to do this there we are actually doing, a research project with Vanderbilt University Medical Center their movement disorder program and Dr. Daniel Claussen is the head uh, researcher on this project and we're studying the glymphatic system so your brain has its own we'll say trash disposal <laughs> mm-hmm. process and mm-hmm. the trash in your brain is called amyloid and so We're studying how the glymphatic system cleans out the amyloid or the trash while somebody with Parkinson's sleeps after they do and take and participate in a rock-steady boxing class. So if somebody is interested in getting rock-steady boxing for free for 12 weeks, there are some requirements that they would need to go through, but um, Jason Ellenberg can help them with that. He's the uh, research coordinator for this project, but they... Can call me, or they. I can uh, give you the information, and they can reach out to Jason, who will take them through the testing and the assessment to see if they qualify for our program. And once they do that, then they come to me, and I assess them, and then they will take Rocksteady Boxing twice a week for twelve weeks. And then when it's finished, they'll go back through some more testing and do a final with Vanderbilt, and they'll do a final assessment with me. But they'll get to see what our program is like and see if it's something they want to continue doing.
1: Wow, there's so many follow-up questions to that, right? <laughs> oh, I know. So okay. ha- how, do, how do I reach you? How, how would somebody reach you if they wanted to? And, and
2: so if it's not free, what does it cost? Does insurance pay for any of this? You know, insurance does not pay for it. But I tell you what, it has been my my goal to never turn anyone away. And so we have a wonderful scholarship program for those who need financial assistance. And if somebody does not need financial assistance, it's it's, uh, $150 a month, unlimited, but there's no contracts to that. And that comes with classes. They can go to classes at my Franklin location. They can go to classes at my Nashville location. If they need a massage during class, we have a massage therapist that can work on them. I can refer them to our other resources. They can get personal training if they need to. We're we're very cognizant of their budget and what they already have to spend on maybe caregivers or car rides or medication. You know the drill. So we do as much as we can to keep it as low, the cost as low as we can. But with this said, we never turn anyone away. So thanks to the Peterson Parkinson's Foundation and the National Parkinson's Foundation, we have a wonderful scholarship program that allows us to make sure every single person can be a part of our program and is never turned away. And if they want to contact me, all they got to do is my phone number is 615-944-3284. 615-944-3284. They can also email me at musiccity.com. At rsbaffiliate.com. And that's Music City with two C's next to each other. So M U S I C C I T Y at rsbaffiliate.com. And they can um, ask me about the Vanderbilt research project, or if they want to come watch a class and see what it's like. I find that it's really helpful if they're kind of on the edge of, eh, I don't know if I want to do this or not. It sounds scary, or I could never, you know, do this and do it right. Yeah, I have yet to have anybody. I think out of close to two hundred people, I've maybe had two people come in with boxing experience. (laughs) So we, we, you know, we all start at the beginning and that's okay. We're here to, to help them. And one of the fun things about our program is we have a retired Olympic boxing coach on our team and he trained, he's from Ethiopia. His name is coach Seb and he trained for the Russian Olympics when he was 17 or 18, but it was in 1984 and that's the year that Russia pulled out from the Olympics. Hmm. So he didn't get to do it, but um, through just some really cool things that happened, he found out that he had a heart issue and ended up having to come to America to get the particular surgery that he needed, ended up in LA and went on to train several groups of boxing um olympians who wanted you know who were preparing for the next olympics and about two years ago he moved here made a big change and he has just been fantastic our boxers our fighters uh, love him and we are so excited to have him so he's he's a lot of fun too Well, it sounds like you've got some wonderful stuff going on. I'm
1: so excited about (laughs) it. And I know you are. But that's it for today's episode. Thanks for participating. And thanks for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now
0: thank you for listening to the aging starts now podcast for more information about today's show Visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the Free Resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com. Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there, free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging starts now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.